Doug Tyrrell History and Comment is available on Google Podcast. Hello, friends. I'm Doug Tyrrell. It's Friday. This is History and Comment for October 28th, 2022. The novel Gulliver's Travels is published in 1726. Popular from its first printing, the analysis of the book is full of satire and critique for many of society's ills. Considered a classic in literature, most folks only know a passing reference or have seen one of the many visual adaptations. Again, film versions rob the viewer of the mental exercise of creating the visual in our own heads. Then there is the issue that film versions often stray from the written story by a wide margin or completely leave out broad sections. There's a story where a literature student was assigned to read Tolkien. Thinking himself clever, he watches the film instead. To his horror, the test only covers subjects that the film completely deleted. Eli Whitney files for a patent on the cotton gin in 1793. Cotton is a bit unique in that the fibers we desire are protection for the seeds and tightly bound to them. The gin is a group of saw blades that pull the fiber through slots too small for the seeds to pass through. The invention greatly reduced the hours of hand labor picking the seeds out of the fiber required. The bowls still had to be picked by hand, keeping the institute of slavery in place. It might be politically incorrect to say, but I think it is an accurate that slavery would have died once a mechanical means to pick cotton was invented, but that was not until 1933 and was delayed in widespread adoption until after World War II. The Statue of Liberty was dedicated on this day in 1886. The event is followed by the first ticker tape parade in New York City. St. Louis, Missouri police experimentally used fingerprints in an investigation in 1904. 1919, Congress passes the Volstead Act, which puts prohibition into effect at the beginning of 1920. Like much legislation, the goal was noble, but completely impractical and a gross overreach, and rather unenforceable. The Italian fascists march on Rome in 1922 and take over the Italian government in what amounts to a coup. Benito Mussolini had been defeated three years earlier in an election and basically decided to take the country by legal and illegal tactics. The king appointed him prime minister the next day, and within five years he will transform Italy into a totalitarian dictatorship. In today's rhetoric, we hear the term fascist used as a slur to demean conservatives. That is not a reasonable use of the word. There are several factors that define the fascist. Yes, nationalism is one, but there also needs to be the forceful dictator and a suppression of opposition and criticism. No party in American politics comes close to fascist by definition. However, one does have a wide desire to be controlling and limit opposition and criticism. Try to disagree with the left in this country and see what happens. Try to express a moral position in Hollywood or any public forum and watch the reaction. I would offer Tim Tebow, Chris Pratt, or Kirk Cameron as examples. The other day we discussed Rush Limbaugh. He was widely disdained in the popular media. I would ask for which of his positions. Now granted, he always pointed out his desire was to build an audience and as such was an entertainer albeit with a political theme. Why was he so hated? Was it the free expression of ideas? Freedom of thought and expression? Or was it he made lucid arguments and took a stand in a way that struck a nerve? The next time you hear the word fascist thrown around, ask yourself who's being the totalitarian and suppressing opposition. Words have meaning. 
The Alaska Highway opens in 1942. It connects Alaska to the North American Rail Network at Dawson Creek, British Columbia. The project was constructed by the Army Corps of Engineers as a national security issue. Bill Gates, founder of Microsoft, is 67 today. Soviet Premier Nikita Khrushchev orders the removal of Soviet missiles from Cuba, ending the two-week standoff between the world's two nuclear powers in 1962. Blogger Matt Drudge is 56 today. He's the founder of The Drudge Report, initially a news aggregator who gathers news from a number of sources. Country singer Brad Paisley is 50 today, while actor Joaquin Phoenix is 48. Joaquin is his given first name, and he was born in Puerto Rico. The family name is Bottoms, but the parents changed it to Phoenix when belonging to what might be described as a church cult. They were missionaries to the island where Joaquin was born. His mother is of Eastern European Jewish descent. Closely related to my earlier comments, watch very, very closely who is calling for hate crime legislation. In 2009, President Obama signs a Hate Crimes Prevention Act. The emotional point was two cases where gay men were killed. The last time I checked, murder has been taboo for the last 4,000 years. The Ten Commandments plainly state, Thou shall not kill. In that context, kill means murder. Rest assured, many of the people promoting the bill do not want to discuss the Ten Commandments. Hate crime bills try to judge a person's thought and increase the penalty for improper ones. That, folks, is impossible, and the idea in and of itself scary. There are laws against murder. Motivation should not be a factor in any way. Killing a little old lady for $35 is murder. It does not matter if the perpetrator disliked little old ladies. Period. End of discussion. This morning headlines include Elon Musk taking over control of Twitter, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's house in California was invaded overnight, and her husband Paul was severely beaten. He is expected to make a full recovery. A 3D modeler posted a rendering of the biblical Adam that closely resembles the actor Vin Diesel. I question the parameters the modeler used. From a genetic standpoint, Adam would have been most likely somewhere in the middle of the human population today. Brown hairs and mid-skin tone. If that describes Vin Diesel, so be it. There is one line of thinking that says Adam and Eve may have had as many as 150 children. That's history and comment for the 28th day of October. I'm Doug Terrell. Now go do something worth remembering.